Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. This is the Lois Wetzel Show, and I'm your host and executive producer, Lois Wetzel, coming to you live at 9 a.m. Central Time from Houston, Texas. This radio show is free all the time to my listeners. I have an archived audio library of spiritual and metaphysical teachings here available free at any time of the day or night to everyone on earth with access to a computer. These shows are educational and most of the time I'll be interviewing others who will be telling about what they know, the books they've written or the spiritual work that they do. And sometimes I'll be the one doing the teaching, so please join us anytime, either live or later in the archives. I have a free email newsletter to sign up for that or just to read what's on my website. Go to hotpinklotus.com. Also, I've published two books so far, Edina, Energy Medicine from the Stars, available on Kindle, and Akashic Records, Case Studies of Past Lives, available on Amazon and Kindle. The second book, Akashic Records, is about Akashic Records readings that I've done for other people and the effects of these readings on their lives. I'm still doing Akashic Records readings, so if you're interested, contact me. The call-in number for this show, if you want to make a comment, or ask a question on the air is 347-945-5309. Well, today's show is happening at a later time than usual. And um, today I'm going to be talking with Melissa Lockwood about the amazing array of astrological aspects that are going on in the sky right now, just amazing variety of things. And these are truly exceptional times, even from the aspect of where the stars and planets and all this stuff are in relationship to each other. And the chat is open if you want to go in there and ask a question or if you want to call in and ask a question on the air. The phone number is 347-945-5309. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning, Melissa. How are you? I'm good. This And how are you? I'm excellent. I'm very happy and optimistic. I really am. I just, uh, so much is shifting and being released. I think a lot of us have been feeling a lot of this release mechanism stuff that's been going on the last few months. It's really been accelerating. And, uh, that, you know, I think it's all getting... We're getting cleaned up and ready for a fresh new start, a new beginning. You know, so I'm pretty happy about it all. Yeah, well, my understanding or my belief about what's happening on the 21st of this month is simply that we're we're getting a reboot from the galactic core. I mean, we're lining up. Exactly. The central sun, the energy that everything comes from in the first place, we're lining up perfectly with that. And we're just going to get a reboot. Exactly. Energetic Perfect reboot. way to put it. Perfect way to put what, it. Yeah. What about, um, what are some of the more interesting things that, that you're seeing in the astrological aspects right now? Like, uh, well, I think you mentioned earlier something about trines. Mm-hmm. What do you want to bring well, There's a few things, excuse me, 
I'm sorry. Yeah, the two things that I think are, uh, you know, that are, they're kind of on my mind this morning in particular. And the first, the thing, first thing that's coming up is coming up on Tuesday the 11th, really soon. So first of all, it's a new moon, and you know how I feel about new moons. I think that's just such a powerfully magical day for setting intention. If you think about it, it's like the brand new little baby moon, and over the next couple of weeks as it grows to full, it's like it's gathering energy and light. So whatever prayers or intentions that we put out there to the divine uh, are also being expanded and brought forth, brought into manifestation. So I always think new moons are so lucky and powerful and uh this but this particular new moon um i'm looking at my notes my notes my notes um so it's you know the new moon and the sun are uh both in sagittarius uh wait a minute no 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 i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah uh i'm looking at the wrong day yeah sagittarius right okay it has to be right um so you know that's about our, you know, the vision, our visions, our, uh, what, you know, he's the arrow. He's, you know, shooting his arrow out there into the future. You know, let's go into the future. So it's a really, really magical new moon. Now, the other thing, there are two other things that are really important about Tuesday the 11th. Um, now, whenever we have an eclipse, you know, eclipses are very powerful. We just had two of them back at the end of October and then November and they allow us to eclipse something out of our life, you know, remove something that's been in our way, bring our awareness to it, or, you know, in whatever way. And maybe just something external happens and something's gone that we just, oh, thank goodness, that's over. Or it may just be that we finally get the insight of, oh, I really need to let go of that. You know, I'm really done with that once and for all so that we can move forward. But it's about eclipsing something out to make room for a, a new beginning, and it's very, very powerful. And it has a long-term effect. You know, we have kind of an immediate aha experience, but then over really several, like six months, it continues to unfold. It's big. It's a big issue, wherever it is in our chart. Now, um, there is also what's called a trigger date, and it's 30 days exactly, and that's when like the everything whatever it was like really kicks into high gear very powerful that's happening on Tuesday so the, that trigger date for the last eclipse is going to happen on Tuesday coincidentally with the new moon now if that isn't enough we also have this uh, really interesting square between mercury and sag again so that's about our beliefs our you know how we think about our, you know, what do we believe? Our higher mind, um, you know, poli- you know, the politically, uh, religion, the whole, all the big, big things. What do we really believe? The way the world is, and it is square. Neptune and Pisces. So we're going to get a much deeper insight into uh, how we think about things. You know, it's sort of like, oh, okay, it's all clear to me now. I really think it's going to be so big. And all of this is happening on Tuesday, um, the 11th. It's just really, really, an, you know, I think a, a day of great insight for us. So, uh, you know, I really encourage anybody listening to 
you know, find a time to meditate, certainly find a time to write your new moon intentions, um, and just uh, be really aware, you know, of signs. Because this is a really, we're in a very magical time with Neptune and Pisces, and it's going to be there for a while. Uh, you, you know, the, the gateways are open between us and, um, you know, our spirit guides, our angels, uh, the other dimensions. So the signs are all around us. You know, we've just got to start really paying attention, don't you think? Yeah. Can you say something about um, writing down new moon intentions and for the people who don't have a clue what that means? Oh, okay. Um, well, you know, whatever you see as your divine source. Um, I, well, and when people do it in different ways, you know, sometimes you just go into meditation, talk about it. I, what I do is I write them down, and you can write up to ten, and they should be, uh, you know, it's that old tricky thing about the language. You know, you don't say I need, I want. You, you say. You know, I I am now manifesting um, for, you know, this or I'm hoping for. You know, you can write it as a wish since you are talking to your angels and it is about making your own wishes. Um, you know, but it should, not, it should not be written in a negative way. Correct. Way you know, it's like, oh, I'm so tired of being blah, blah, blah. Please, you know, I don't want to do that anymore. No, it should be I'm now manifesting, you know, I'm now. They're creating abundance. You know, it's like, oh, I wish I didn't have all those credit card bills, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I'm now creating abundance. There's a continual flow of, you know, I am uh, um, encouraging a financial freedom in my life. You know, those kind you know, what is it, what would it feel like if the thing you want to get rid of wasn't there? And that's what you wish for. Um, and, you know, and I'm also very careful, I'm always very cautious about, making any kind of wish that directly affects another person. Uh, in other words, oh, I wish so-and-so would fall in love with me. You know, you just, you you make the wish around, I wish I were, you know, in a, you know, a, a happy, a good partnership, you know, where I'm, you know, supported and loved or whatever that means to you, you know, whatever the perfect partnership looks like to you. And then let the universe fill in the details. And I think a lot of times we get in our own way, you know, thinking that, uh, oh, if I just had that, I'd be, you know, the good job or whatever. I'd be happy. And I think if we just kind of jump to the end result and, you know, I'm just happy, you know, I'm happy, I'm safe, I'm, you know, uh, abun- you know, I live an abundant, fortunate life, you know, we'll be fine um, in the universe. Will- in other words, not get bogged down in the details. Correct, exactly, exactly. So anyway, what Sometimes I Sometimes we is- think we... we- Sometimes we think we know exactly what detail it would make everything work, when uh-huh. in fact we should leave that to the spirit world and just state what the final result we want is. Right. We have so much support from the angelic kingdom. You know, most people have no idea how much, and they're just waiting. But they're not going to interfere without our asking, you know, I don't think. Uh, I'm sure, I mean, obviously there are all those stories of people who are saved from car wrecks and things like that where they do, but, you know, I think um, most of the time, you know, they're waiting for us to invite them in and, you know, ask for help. But I have a journal that I write my letters in, and then I read them out loud and sort of meditate, and then I ask, you know, if you have any guidance, if there's any message for me, 
um, you know, about this, you know, and then I, I try to be just sort of quiet for a few minutes and see what comes in. Some people I know write them on, like, uh, you know, some special paper, read them out loud and then burn them. Some people put them in a book. And I don't know if you know about wish boxes. I know a lot of people that have wish boxes where uh, it's just some pretty box, you know. It could be a cigar box. It could be, you know, anything, you know, a candy dish, anything special that's a container. And they'll write things down and then put them in there. So, um uh, um, that's you know that's another way of doing it. Are you still there? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. My my son made some uh, funny know. noise. I wasn't sure we were still connected. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, so we uh, are. Yeah. So that that's kind of the way of doing it. Yeah. New moon wishes. Okay. Yeah. So that's on the eleventh. New moon. Correct. Yes. And let's see. What I can else? tell you exact uh, time to if you give me just. Uh, yeah, because you want to write down the new moon wishes after the actual time of the new moon. So if it's 10 a.m., you start writing them after that. Right. right. Yeah, we're coming up to the new moon. Um, so it's actually, let's see, we're coming up to, that's you know, the, the actual aspect of it, we're in the orb of it on the 11th, and I think I may have misspoken. It's the, the new moon, the, absolute, the correct um, timing of it, I'm just babbling here. It, it's like around midnight, actually, on Wednesday night. It's actually, so that aspect that I was talking about earlier, the, the, the eclipse, we're in the orb of the new moon. Yeah, I misspoke, I misspoke. In the orb of the new moon, it's actually right around midnight on Wednesday night. The new moon, the new, the exact moment of the new moon. But we're within that orb. Uh, so the Wednesday 11th and 12th. the twelfth, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So it's right on the border between the eleventh and the twelfth. Interesting. Okay. Um, so what else is going on out there in the skies besides this heavily uh, aspected or heavy new moon? Yeah. Tell me about this this Venus thing that you that you were okay saying it triggered. I don't remember if we talked about it. I think we did back in June. There was this transit of Venus, and it's like I can't remember now. It's like 160. It, it's like a several lifetime before you get to do it again. The transit of Venus, and it's. Uh, it awakens the divine feminine in the world. It awakens the divine feminine, and it is also a very. It also releases karma. It's like in a moment, you're whatever you know, especially about relationships, karmic relationships, money issues, anything like that. You know, because Venus rules money and love. Anything like that that we are so, you know, karmically contracted or karmically, you know, nailed to the wheel about, it in an instant is released. Um, and, I, and I do want to say, you know, the last time it happened, um, I, I think all the, the, the European rulers were, were queens. Well, not the last time. I, that, I, that's not fair to say. But in times past, I mean, going back through history, We've had a lot of like female rulers, queens um, uh, on on the thrones of Europe, 
at that, you know, Catherine the Great, things like that. So it's about the divine feminine. It's about a very spiritual, it's a very spiritual experience. It's very rare. And it's it's a big it's a big deal. So what's happening coming up with um, uh, on the the, um, solstice is that, you know, a lot of people are talking about this yod that's going to be created on the solstice with a Pluto and Saturn pointing to Jupiter. Well, on that particular day, and that's kind of like, that's already out there. That's already kind of starting to aspect. It's within a couple of degrees already it's out there. On the solstice, it's going to be exact. Everything is going to be exactly at eight degrees on the winter solstice. And But there's this boomerang, which looks kind of like a kite. You know, if you can imagine a long, skinny triangle and then a short, little, fat triangle on top. Uh, it's like a kite. And the, the point in the middle of the, that top point is Venus. Venus is going to be up there, and that's called a boomerang. So you get this yaw, the finger of God, pointing at Jupiter, meaning it's activating that uh, Jupiter in, in Gemini about how we think in big, expansive ways, you know, our, our uh, thinking about our imagination and our, our lives and being creative, you know, very creative. And uh, Pluto in Capricorn, the big transformer, you know, transforming the structure of things, the institutions, how things look. So that's going on. You know, that's a big long aspect that's going on right now where um, the forms, governments, um, you know, any big institutional forms, corporations, governments, you know, religions, are all kind of being restructured from within. Uh, And then Saturn, which then brings forms, to things and makes us get it right uh, is in um, Scorpio. So there again, that's about our, our deepest held beliefs. You know what is being, what is the, the foundation of things, and it's also bringing up secrets, lots of secrets this time. So those two planets are pointing at Jupiter, you know, and activating that at that time, and then it boomerangs back up to Venus. So that's where Venus comes in. And so that transit of Venus, whatever was happening, those karmic relationships, that karmic stuff is now being brought to the fore once and for all to be released and to be addressed. Now, there's something else I think I want to go back. Oh, I know. Did I talk about the square? I didn't talk about the square on Tuesday, did I? No. Okay. So Mercury and Sag, Mercury, how we think about things. Sagittarius, again, you know, religion, uh, our beliefs, our deeply held beliefs about whatever, you know, um, politics, religion, the big stuff, is going to be square Neptune and Pisces. So there again, it's it's about karmic balancing past lives, uh, visions. It's about bringing forth a karmic release, and that with this boomerang back to Venus that's going to kind of... um, Refigure something around that uh, transit. That was that's probably as important. I you know I, I, I catch myself in saying more important, but as important as this you know well you know, this galactic alignment. That's a pretty big thing that's happening on um, the twenty first. But um, you know it's just a portal, like you say, it's rebooting. It's a a portal. Uh, it's stepping through a door 
into and you know a new world. And we have you know with me, with uh, Pisces and our Neptune and Pisces and Jupiter in Gemini now. You know for a while. I mean this isn't just like a little quick out transit. We really have the power to co-create every day of our lives. And more importantly, what is the world going to look like um, in in the years to come, in the decades to come? I mean, this is big. Very exciting. Yeah, that's um, which which is why I keep underlining for everybody who'll listen to me say it again that the most important thing we can do at this point in history is to focus on what we want, not on what we mm-hmm. don't want. And not to get into fear. Fear is the enemy. And, you know, there is an element that is, you know, I just say don't watch the news. Because, you know, really day to day, how much of what you hear and see really affects you? You know, yeah, if there's a pileup on the freeway and you're trying to get downtown, you may, you know, that might be useful to know, but... Um, most of it just comes and goes and comes and goes. And and how often have we seen big, disastrous things predicted? Big, awful things are coming, and they never do, and they just don't. Um, so, you know, I do think there's an element out there that does try for whatever reason, and I'm not going to try to figure that out, to keep humanity in, a, like you say, in a, in a place of, a fear or anxiety, um, you know, because it certainly makes you a lot more malleable, you know, to their purposes, whatever that is. So uh, we can, all we have to do, and it's, that's, the, that's the beauty of it. It's so simple. We don't have to figure out who's doing what or why they're doing it. We don't have to understand that. All we have to do is, like you say, keep a vision about, what what is it we want to be in? What kind of experience do we want to be in? You know, healthy, happy, abundant. You know, if, if you have any belief at all about a divine, uh, you know, a higher source or, or some kind of, you know, divine, you know, that if there's anything, you know, that believes that there's something greater than yourself, then don't you also believe that it is unlimited? Isn't it unlimited? Isn't it unlimited in possibility and power and, um, you know, what it can do? And that's if, and then if, and if you're an emanation of that, that's part of you. That's, you know, that's available to you at all times. Right. So, so. then are there other astrological aspects out there that you need to know about? Well, um, oh, let's see. I think Uranus is going, I'm looking at my notes. I, you know, I was kind of going over my notes when you called me. Yeah, Tuesday. Oh, there we go. Here's another one. A Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Because I really, I don't know why I was thinking the moon, the moon, the moon was on that day and I didn't speak, you know. It's, it's actually a couple of days later. But there are all these things, but it's within all these things are happening on Tuesday, and they're all within the orb of the new moon, and I think that's where I got confused, so I do need to correct myself on that. Tuesday, um, okay, Uranus goes direct. Now, Uranus is the great 
awakener. Oh, okay. Mercury goes direct on Monday. Okay, so Monday is like you know, if, if for those who are interested in Mercury, you know, whether it's retrograde or not, it goes direct on Monday. Um, and then Tuesday, Uranus, the great awakener. You know, the the the, the lightning bolt. You know, who's, who brings about sudden changes is going to start. So there's going to be this great cosmic wave. You know, he's been retrograde, so it's been holding back, holding back all of the, you know, you think about a thunderstorm and a million lightning bolts and all of this energy, all of this energy is being, has been held back, held back, held back, and all of a sudden it's going to be, you know, released forward, so it's going to start creating some big changes. So if anybody's been feeling stuck, and I know a lot of people felt um, just can't quite get their feet on the ground, you know, can't quite get, traction going forward, you know, and um, so this is going to really start activating that. So if you know your chart, you know, wherever um, Uranus um, is, you know, is in Aries right now, so wherever that is uh, in your chart, um, I'm looking at my ephemeris real quick here, Lois, I'm sorry, um, it, you know, that's that's going to really activate, in, in particular, what's going to activate? everything, but in particular, that particular part of your chart. Um, so that's really something to to look forward to. But, you know, just think about it. You know, we were talking earlier. It's like normally, you know, the last, you know, few millennia that we've been talking about astrology, you know, you look month to month, and there might be a, you know, Mercury retrograde or some interesting little thing going on or a trine. But it's like these last few months, and it continues. There's just these huge, big astrological um, kind of aspects going on out there that are in, involving really the important outer planets. And it really is a trigger for humanity. It's, it's bringing us all to reconstructing everything, the, what the form of our our world and our existence right now, you know, and we're doing it individually. It's happening to us individually. Don't you think? Don't you see a lot of people sort of have done a lot of work on relationships in the last couple of years? Either I say, you know, recommit or release um, or resolve in some way. I think we've been all doing yeah. a lot of that. And I feel like a, the purpose of a lot of that was to hold up a mirror to ourselves because as we understand, you know, why I put up with that so long? You know, I, you know, first I see where something is not in harmony or, you know, someone can see where something is not in harmony to their well-being. Or they may see, oh, you know, I always am so happy when I'm with that person or love that person. The more we understand why that's so, it also gives us insight into who we are. Because because the next statement is because I am this way or that way um, and believe this or that. Mm-hmm. So that's been a lot of it. You know, it's, it's been an opportunity to get deeper insight into our own psyche, our own karma, our own, you know, um, purpose here through our relationships with others. And and then we're clarity around. Go ahead. Right, right now I'm noticing 
that a lot of people are having really intense dreams, really wild dreams. And in oh, fact, yeah. on Facebook, I saw several people were having the same dream. A lot of people are dreaming mm. about Barack Obama. And I realized when I read that that I have been too. Mm. But he's comforting people and telling them everything's going to be all right, which is interesting to me. Is there anything out there in the stars that would explain all these intense dreams people are having? Well, I do think the collective consciousness is certainly a lot stronger than it's ever been, that we're a lot more tuned in. I mean, that's part of that Neptune and Pisces experience, too, is being much more tapped into, because it's making us all more psychic, it's opening up our third eye, and that's making us much more intuitive and empathetic. So... Uh, the good and that part is dreams too, doesn't it? That it does, exactly. And it, and Pisces, you know, and it's in it's like it's in its it's like where could be where could it be more powerful than in Pisces, you know? So it's you know it's like a double thing. You know, the other interesting thing, just to kind of get scientific for a second, all of these solar ejections that we've been, you know, the um, uh, heightened activity with the sun right now. Because of what's happened with the ozone layer, it's not coming through like in this wide spectrum of light the way it used to. It's really coming through as a blue light. And so that's, you know, the blue light, what is the trigger? It's the third eye. So, you know, the, again, you know, in the last year or so, we've all been, I mean, everything is sort of trying to open us up to our intuitive nature, our you know, and that just automatically makes us more empathetic and understanding of one another. But I think, in answer, getting back to your question, I think that's what a lot of that is, is we're just a lot more, uh, the universal mind is just a lot more vivid, a lot more um, clear to us right now. And so, uh, you know, is it a, are we all, like, more connected on the inner planes than ever before that may be part of it or it just may be uh, you know what more uh, in you know what's going on universally picking up something um, I don't well how do you feel you're I haven't had that well, so how do you feel about it when you have the dream I feel that um we have always been connected in this way, but we're just now becoming aware of it, that we have been connected on the inner planes, we have been connected in our dreams, but we just didn't know it. And we're mm-hmm. becoming more and more, um, as the veil lifts, as people the put veil. it, the veil is lifting. At whatever, exactly. you know, that's one way of phrasing it. But I think what's happening is we're becoming more expanded in our awareness and we're becoming aware of things that were always there, but now we're seeing them and hearing them and feeling them. And um, that's one of those things is our connectedness and the universal consciousness or the collective unconscious. We're becoming more and more aware of it. And I think that's the nice thing about social media is that we can talk about it to a huge number of people instantaneously. Uh-huh. So I think it's just an oh, increased awareness. You know, that's a perfect example. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's a perfect example of, you know, a Iranian kind of technology, you know, the, the Internet. And certainly that has um, had a huge influence in the idea that we are part of a global community. You know, it's, um, you know I always talk about the, the labels, you know, that we, um, I'm, I'm this, you know, this race, this faith, this party, and the more we have insight into other people, we begin to understand. I think the labels kind of dissolve away too. You know, I think that's where we're coming. To, that's another way of keeping us separated is when people try to put forward, oh, you know, they're against you because they're different. You know, they think something different. And I think we're starting to, to get it. No, I mean, uh, most. I think most people want to be safe. They want to have, you know, a, they want health. They want their children and families to be safe. And, you know, I think we mostly want the same things for ourselves and our, our loved ones. And uh, when we understand that, you know, we're just not all that different. We're just not all that different. And um, that's another thing I think that's starting to dissolve it, or the is understanding more the places where we're the same than the places that we're different. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but I want, can I say something else before we get off that topic about the dreams and everything? Sure. And I think um, that there, you know, we are all becoming more, you know, you talked about the veil. Because I do think there's been uh, <clears throat> a, deliberately applied or, or not or for whatever reason that a lot of this we've been numbed or um, you know something has been that, that ability has been kept from us we've always had it everyone has the you know psychic insight and you know intuitive abilities it's just part of our nature and I think what we're doing is I think more and more people are learning to trust it you know how many times somebody has a feeling I I think I should take a different route home, and then they wind up, they don't do it, and they wind up in a pileup, or they do do it and find out they avoided an accident or something. You know, so I think we're learning more to trust that instinct and not dismiss it. And I want to say something if, if to anybody. Another important thing to help that develop is to recognize it to say, oh, thank you for that, you know, thank you for showing me that or, you know, that I followed that that uh, intuitive insight. Because the more you recognize it, the more vivid it's going to become, you know. It, 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 the more you'll be able to develop it and, and um, it'll become more of a tool for you instead of just an odd little thing that happens every now and then. Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, of all the things that are going on out there in the world, mm-hmm. which ones are you the most excited and hopeful about? Well, I've just felt excited and hopeful all year about the 21st. I really have. Because clearly, that's a very you know, very powerful aspects. Yeah, this is so interesting. You know, I don't know if you've heard that phrase, the dark rift, the way the Mayans describe the center of the universe. 
And mm-hmm. now science knows there really is this, like, dark, you know, maybe black hole or something right in the center of the universe. It's just, like, it's incredible, you know, how they, the things that they knew. Um, but, I, you know, I think that there, there is, a, you know, it's, it's super powerful alignment. We've had a lot this year, and it's just sort of, if you can just imagine, it's just getting, the focus is getting tight. If you think about binoculars or a telescope or something, the focus is just getting tighter and tighter and tighter and more exact. And it, it is, thinking trigger, that word trigger keeps coming to mind. And I really do think we've released so much. A lot of this year has been very hard. It's been very difficult. A lot of people had to make or they've chosen to make some really big, powerful changes in their lives um, this year, uh, releasing things. And of many people, it took a huge leap of faith because it wasn't clear why they were doing it. It wasn't like, well, I'm moving to a different city for this new job. Sometimes it just felt like, I don't know why I have to get out of here, but I, I know this isn't working, so I'm, I'm going to move to another place. But, or, or relationships or whatever it was. I think we've had to like, take, many, of, many people have had to take really big leaps of faith uh, in, in changing some aspects of their lives. But it's all been for cleaning up, you know, it's it's making room, it's expanding, expanding, expanding um, for this new day that's dawning, this new world. And that's how I really see it and really feel about it, as a world, the world that we always talk about, and it's just like the older you get, the more kind of you, you lose faith that it can really ever happen in your lifetime, I think it's going to happen in our lifetime. That utopian, I um, haven't heard that word in a long time, but I do think it's that sort of utopian kind of place where everyone, because there's certainly the resources here, and there's certainly, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in, in this world and through spirits, the resources are unlimited, what we can provide for people. Everyone should have clean water and food and shelter and be safe and have an education. And, you know, I mean, I think that's just most. And health care. Health care. Everywhere. Everywhere. No one should be dying of measles, you know. People are dying of measles in some of these third world countries, and that should not Mm -hmm. be happening. And that's what I'm going to, that's, that's what I think is going to happen. We're going to have world peace. There's going to be an end to hunger, and there will be an end to diseases. Mm-hmm. Because we're at the point now where human knowledge doubles every few months. Yeah. There's no reason more, for any of this stuff to exist anymore. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, I think we're learning how to heal ourselves energetically because we're understanding, yeah, there's, there's all this knowledge. Yes, there's a great deal of medical knowledge out there, but it involves chemistry, you know, and uh, putting things in our bodies that have side effects. Now, I'm, you know, uh, certainly there are times when that is life-saving. We know that. I'm, you know, certainly not saying we shouldn't do that. But I think we are going to learn about maintaining, sustaining our health through positive attitude. You know, we were talking about that earlier, you know, um, rest and good nutrition and all of that, you know, get get healthy, And energy medicine. Healthy. I mean, oh, energy most medicine, people don't yeah. even, 
know what energy medicine is, and yet it can heal things that allopathic medicine, the cut and yeah. give pills medicine, can't touch. So, yeah, I think as more and more people realize the value of energy medicine, we get co- closer and closer to a healthy planet. Yeah. And just think about it. I mean, everybody matter. understands the placebo effect. We know. I mean, how many uh, anecdotal stories have you heard about placebos and what they've done for people? That's what that is. You know, it's, it's the thought form. It's the belief. And, you know, we can energetically change. And I do think, though, you know, people like you who have the gift of being able to channel or, uh, you know, to bring in energy and um, redistribute it. It's certainly powerful. Certainly. Certainly. Um, so, yeah, that's that's going to be a huge part of it. And going back to herbs, and I think that'll be, that's part of what's really important, too, about we have to sort of, you know, it's time to sort of reorganize some of these institutions like the FDA or, the, you know, governments or whoever is trying to control how we get access to things because I do think we're kind of understanding that, you know, the Mother Earth has provided a lot of amazing things out there through um, plants um, that are available to us that, are very helpful and have no side effects, which is often nice. So you do a little newsletter weekly, and if people mm-hmm. want to, on your on the astrology, so if people want to subscribe to that, where should they go? Uh, just email me at sidechick777 at com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-K. 777 at AOL.com. And uh, actually, I've I've been a little, you know, we have a new baby in our family, so I haven't quite been weekly, but, uh, you know, I get it out, uh, let me just say periodically. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) When I can. In the past, I have tried to get it out weekly. I haven't been quite so good about it lately, but um, yeah, just email me and I'll um, put you on the mailing list. Excellent. to you in an email. Yeah. Okay. And um, I want to remind everybody, I also have a free newsletter, and to sign up for that, just go to my website, hotpinklotus, L-O-T-U-S dot com, and uh, sign up for that, and it comes out you know, three or four times a month. It's irregular also. And um, I want to thank Melissa for being here today okay, and share with her insights you are so welcome for for being here thank you and um she also does really wonderful tarot readings so uh email her also if you want to uh, arrange one of those and i want to remind everybody that i also um have books on amazon just type my name into the search engine lois wetzel wonderful and we'll be writer. Back thank you Mm-hmm. And we'll be back next week, probably 9 a.m. Uh, Friday. And uh, thank everyone for being here. Bye-bye.